Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you're listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned to the end of the pod for a preview of my new mix, Bangerade, Volume 2. Consume responsibly. I need a refill. <laughs> Welcome back, Refill Nation. It's another Refill and Chill with your host, Dylan Fields. We've got some good things to talk about today with the Super Bowl just happening. We've got the commercial breakdown with Brandon Park later on. But first, what you've been sipping on? Lately, it's been kind of tough for me with music. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been streaming like crazy, whether it's Marvel or Star Wars, Book of Boba just ended. Um... I've been watch, re-watching some other Marvel stuff to get me ready for uh, Multiverse of Madness. But some um, notable songs I've been listening to is Party Mode by Dustin Lynch. He did just drop a new album, Blue in the Sky. Go take a look. Um, and I'd like to point out another country star in the rise, Priscilla Block. I do like her new song, My Bar. <clears throat> um, I do want to point out Charlie Puth is back. He's got Light Switch. It's kind of the... TikTok song of the year so far in my eyes. I mean, he was building those TikToks that were like, how to make a song with just a blank. Um, that's pretty much it, though, for the music side. Like I said, I'm watching a lot of Marvel and Star Wars, like I always am. I've got Marvel Monday, Star Wars Saturday, so I'm always researching. But lately, I've just been watching a lot of YouTube, New Rock Stars, Star Wars Theory. Um, those are pretty much my daily, my weeklies. And the last thing I've been watching is Peacemaker. The finale comes out today, so I don't have my breakdown for it yet. But Peacemaker has been great so far. Quite the unexpected diamond in the rough. I uh, I can't say nothing but great things. James Gunn did a great, great, great job with the cast. The story is amazing. The music is awesome. Um, I love 80s hair, so it's pretty sweet to hear some of that. Even if like the, the opening credits song is a Norwegian rock band, like who would have thunk it? Uh, shout out Wigbomb. But what I'd like to point out from that show specifically is just the fact that you can take a character like Peacemaker, who's not one of the big names in the DC franchise, like Superman, Batman, um, Wonder Woman, and then you can make it the most popular freaking show on HBO Max and the most rated, most highly rated show in the DC or I would say, how do they do this? It was the highest rated DCEU project to date with a 95% score. That's great. I don't think that necessarily considers um, Joker or the Dark Knight because that's not the DCEU. But however they, <laughs> however they figure out their universe, that it tops it. So um, great news. Peacemaker was just announced to have a season two renewed as of yesterday, Wednesday, uh, February 16th. So shout out James Gunn. Congratulations on the whole team of Peacemaker for making it to season two. Uh, Moving on, I did just see Scream 2022. That was a great, I wouldn't call it a reboot. It's not a reboot, but it is a sequel. It is the fifth installment of the Scream franchise, and it definitely lived up to the hype. I thought it was going to be just another cheesy remake like Halloween Kills, but definitely better than Halloween Kills, in my opinion. Um, And I thought they left the movie off with an uncertain ending. You know, it had a definite ending, 
But I think that anytime there's a forever girl, you have the opportunity to bring back a sequel. And what did I say? Um, a sequel was announced. They're making a sixth film. So you guys, have, if you haven't seen that, go check it out. That is the only movie that I've seen in theaters this year. Uh, the last one I saw was No Way Home back in December. So can't wait for the next to watch. I was trying to go see Jackass Forever. Um, that just hasn't happened yet. So that's next on my list. If not, it's going to just be until probably May when I see uh, Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness. Which there was just a new trailer that just came out during the Super Bowl along with a new Moon Knight trailer. Um, if you want the breakdown of those, check out my Marvel Monday episode that I just, wrote, uh, just released this week. But definitely, if you're a big fan of Marvel, check those out. Cannot wait. Moon Knight comes out March 30th, and Multiverse of Madness comes out May 6th. Book of Boba just wrapped up. What a great show. Um, definitely a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, fan service. <sighs> Boba, they did you dirty, buddy. But I'm thinking there's going to be a season two for that. I think they want to wait until they find out how the ratings were. But up next will be Kenobi. Cannot wait. Um, but more about that on Star Wars Saturday with Brandon Park. Tune into it. So with that being said, you guys, we're going to head to the ad break. And when we come back, we have product placement and the three big gulps. And we're back from the ad break. As always, Anchor is free. Now let's move on to one of my favorite segments that we have not done in a long time, but we are back with product placement. And today's specific segment is going to be focused around Super Bowl 56 as its ratings soar to historic levels after decline in 2021. And I'm here with my good friend, Brandon Park. What's up? How's it going, everyone? How's it going, Dylan? Welcome back to Refill and Chill. Not Star Wars Saturday. <laughs> I know, I know. We are talking about Super Bowl 56, more specifically, the commercials. As a marketing man, I cannot help but love advertising, promoting anything that gets the product from the store to the consumer. I love it. I'm sure you love it. Oh, absolutely. I'm a marketing <laughs> major as well. I thought you were talking to the audience for some reason. No, I was talking to you. <laughs> so let's dive right in. Um, the program resulted in 112.3 million viewers in 2022. The game that was featured Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals was one of the most watched shows of the last five years. Of that 12 or 112.3, it combines two figures. They managed 101 million viewers on television and 11.2 million viewers of US streaming. Now, did you notice that um, a bunch of the playoff games and the Super Bowl was streamable on Peacock? I did notice that actually, yes. That's, I mean, that's kind of the new wave. I, I have Peacock with um, commercial free. But you don't get, like, live TV per se. But I do get, like, there's days where there's golf on there. And then, like, the uh, I think the Olympics were even on there. But, yeah, it's a Super Bowl streaming on Peacock. I'm like, wow, like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, eventually that's going to replace, you know, cable in general, I believe. Oh, um, yeah. It already kind of is. Uh, cable has been really outdated, you know, having to pay – a ton on cable and you know there's always problems when you can just stream and watch whatever you want whenever you want yeah, um yeah. rather than having you know hopefully remember record it 
beforehand. I I don't miss those days at all. No. And I think of that 11.2 million that was via streaming, I think even next year, since Peacock kind of went through its like first year, I think we're in its second year now. Um, I think it's going to continue to grow. And that like that number, that like margin will start to diminish. It'll be probably 50-50 eventually closer to. Yeah, I honestly feel – I don't know why I just have a gut feeling. Either Hulu or HBO Max is going to buy them out. I can see that. Yeah, I can so see they'll it. run both of them. Yeah, but if Hulu buys it, that means Disney buys it. Yeah, so, I mean – Disney owns everything now. Yeah, I I don't know what I would think of that, to be honest. Probably it'd HBO be cool, Max. It'd be I, cool I, if they had, like, a package for it, though. Yeah. If they had a bundle, I could upgrade my bundle. Yes, Please upgrade your bundle. Um, last thing I want to state is that the 112.3 million figures made Super Bowl 56 the most watched show in five years per NBC Sports. Super Bowl 51 hit 113.7 million viewers in 2017. So with all that streaming, with all those viewers, you can't help but wonder how the marketing teams of companies who were lucky enough to get a slot in a commercial time, how well they did or how well they're going to do from their TV time. Mm -hmm. Brandon, I want to ask you three separate questions. What was your favorite commercial? What is, well, you know, let's just go one at a time. What was your favorite commercial from this year? Okay. So my favorite commercial from this year, um, just the one I enjoyed the most, or I thought was the, just in general, what I enjoyed the most? Yeah, whatever you enjoyed the most. Um, Because so, I'll yeah. give you a spoiler. There's going to be your favorite, the most, what you would consider smartest marketing. Mm-hmm. And then lastly is going to be when you think of a Super Bowl commercial, what brand comes to your mind? So okay. start with your okay. favorite Super Bowl commercial from this year. Okay, so I would have to say um, it was a tie. A three-way tie, not going to lie. Um, between Hellman's Mayo, um, the commercial with uh, former NFL linebacker uh, Jared Mayo and uh, Pete Davidson. Um, I really enjoyed that one because I watched a lot of uh, Terry Tate, the office linebacker, growing up. I absolutely loved that, and that was like a reference back to that. They even had Terry Tate's uh, voice at the very end. Him going, woo-woo! <laughs> At the very end, I loved that. Um, that was really uh, surprising to me. Um, the LeBron one with young LeBron, I really enjoyed that one. That was uh, yeah. Crypto.com. Yep. Yeah, Crypto.com. The crypto.com Arena. <laughs> yeah, and he they just uh, partnered up too. So yeah. that just made all the more sense. Um, and then uh, just the basic NFL one that they had this year with all the uh, like little, the little figures. Yeah, I thought that was sweet watching that. They were really size accurate with Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kyler Murray basically equals uh, Grogu. Yes. yes. My favorite commercial of this year was actually the Lay's Chips commercial with Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. And then how uh, Seth gets married at the end. Or no, Paul gets – wait, was it Seth? Yeah, Seth, Seth gets married at the end. Seth and then he's like, this is the happiest day of my life as he's being carried on the chair. Shout out his Jewish heritage. Um. <laughs> 
you know, I, like I said, we're doing smartest marketing and your favorite. And when I think of favorite commercials, I think of what stands out the most, what made me laugh the most. And those two together, their comedy is just top tier. So I just was laughing the whole commercial and that stood out to me. Um, but what was the most uh, smart marketing that you saw for a commercial during this Super Bowl? So um, since you already said one of them, um, I'm going to save my other one. Uh, the Lays, actually, I thought was very smart. In every single scene, you could literally, like, they made it obvious there was a Lays bag somewhere. There was a Lays logo, I swear, in every single cut Yeah. of it. Um, you know, it just stood out. Someone was holding a bag of Lays chips or someone had Lays something on. Um, and it was super entertaining. It was something that you remember. It's going to stick in your head. It was better than... Um, what was the Mountain Dew commercial with the little monkey baby? Punky monkey baby. Or yeah. puppy monkey baby. Yeah. That, I think that's one of the worst Super Bowl commercials ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, the smartest one I thought was actually by Coinbase. And I'm curious how many people uh, actually scanned that QR code. I know. A lot, of people, a lot of people, like older people were like, what is this? What? Yep. What am I supposed to do with this? What is it? So many, I guarantee millions upon millions of people um, scanned that QR code and signed up because it took you right to a, a sign-up sheet where you get $15 for signing up. And granted, you can't get the $15 for so long after you make like transactions and stuff. But that was just a smart way to get people to sign up for Coinbase because it didn't say what it was. It just was a QR code that was moving around, changing colors like the the old DVD. Yep. Uh, I was waiting for it to hit the corner. Oh, I w- we were too. We were too at my house. We kept going crazy every time it got close to the corner. So I did find I did find that the Coinbase QR code Super Bowl ad for free Bitcoin yielded over 20 million hits in a minute. And that's oh, when, I, I don't doubt it at all. That's I when scanned, the website crashed. Right when I saw it. Because I'm like, this has got to be something crazy. So I scanned it right away. And yeah, the website did crash. Yeah, they spent $16 million on that ad to direct them to the website and $0 to make sure the website doesn't crash in 10 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I know for um, a a commercial spot, I'm pretty sure it was, I think the least I heard was $6.5 million for the shortest amount of time. Wow. That was my smart marketing too. That was my choice as well. So glad we're on the same page because that was the smartest marketing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it was genius. Yeah, it was just so incredible to watch. Um, we were sitting there, and I kept saying to everybody, don't scan it, don't scan it. I just had this weird feeling that it was something like crazy like that. And then my my brother-in-law scanned it, and I was like, oh, there we go. Yeah, that was uh, – it was a pretty awesome commercial. And then um, my last question to you was, when you think of a Super Bowl commercial, what is the company that comes to your mind? Doritos. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, but I had a I had a front runner and it was Budweiser. But yeah, Budweiser's always pretty good. I actually like that commercial this year. I was actually surprised how many people didn't understand it this year. With I'm the like, horse. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, how do you not understand it? That's mm-hmm. like the Clydesdale. Yeah. Silly gooses. I know. Yeah, I like that one a lot, but um the Doritos was a little um I don't know. It didn't really catch my attention this year. 
with the girl who was like bird watching and then the animals took like, the sloths took her doritos like it really didn't like it wasn't funny yeah no i didn't like the doritos commercial they they're usually notorious for having the good super bowl commercials oh yeah even though one i will say one thing i for the last i would say I want to say the last like three or four years, maybe even longer. I hadn't really cared about the commercials that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, this year was like a big upgrade in the commercials. Uh, I was really happy to see that because I went minimum the last three Super Bowls without getting any really good commercials. Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with COVID the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when Mahomes won his first uh, championship, I remember like none of the commercials were like anything special no no i agree Mm -hmm. well i just wanted to bring that up because i thought that um that's always the most fun time of the year for me super bowl sunday is one of my favorite holidays um as a marketing major as just a fanboy for football just amazing so but moving on it's now time for the three big gulps uh the three random questions to wrap up the show i do have three big gulps for you brandon so keeping it on the train um i actually just changed this up the first big gulp is what is your all-time favorite Super Bowl commercial? Ooh, ooh, ooh. that one, that one threw me for a doozy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All-time favorite Super Bowl commercial. Man, that's tough. Uh, I would have to say this might not be a popular opinion. Uh, the one with uh, Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. I think that's probably one of my favorites. Oh, that I think that's a, that's a what Pepsi commercial? I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. Mm. My favorite all time is the Doritos one, where the little guy is sitting there at the table and he's with the mom's boyfriend, and he goes to touch the Doritos and he smacks his hand, and he's like, "Keep your hands off my mama and keep your hands off my Doritos." <laughs> And then there's the other Doritos one. It's a, it's like an honorable mention for me when uh, they go in the time machine in the front yard and oh, they shake yeah. it with the Doritos. Yeah, that was a good one. I think that honestly was the last like good Super Bowl commercial until this year that I've seen. Yeah, usually Mountain Dew has good ones, except for the Puppy Monkey Baby. But um, <laughs> yeah, I always look forward to the commercials. Budweiser's always got some gut wrenching ones with the dogs and then the Clydesdales and oh yeah, um, but. Uh, changing gears the next two questions are a little different they're on different spectrums um but number two is do you think peacemakers should have a second season uh um honest opinions because i have my opinions and i know you have yours so what's your fair what's your fair honest take so i would say yes they should have a second season is it my favorite show no but it is the comedy is gold the comedy is good. John Cena makes that show. Um, same with uh, the Vigilante. Um, both of them are my favorites. I, honestly, I don't hate any character on that show, really. Um, other than, uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, he was like one of the first ones they found out was a butterfly. Oh, not. you talking about um, Goth or no, Ross. Or I mean, Goth. Um, are you talking about Mern? Uh, the African American dude, Mern. Yes, the boss. He was the boss. Yes, yes, yes. I never really cared that much for him, but yeah, he kind of was playing that like, um, 
like reserve secretive mysterious role anyway so you kind of like either really liked him because you're like well what's with him or you're just like i don't care i don't really care yeah i kind of had a feeling he was a butterfly the whole time really uh, yeah i kind of had a feeling once we learned more about the butterflies i'm like this dude's yeah. got to be one of them i had a theory i don't know if i mean again like i know you don't really like the show but um we've oh, not seen know. we've not seen judo master without his uh costume yet and I think Judo Master wears the costume all the time because he knows to cover all of his orifices from the butterflies. Because he knows about the butterflies. We still haven't figured out what he was going to say to John Cena before Adebayo shot him. But I don't know. Part of me just want – I can't wait till the finale. Uh, when this comes out, the finale will have already aired. So if you're a Peacemaker fan, I can't wait to discuss this next week with you guys. Um, but I do think that Peacemaker deserves a second season. I really do like what James Gunn has done in the past with the Guardians of the Galaxy series. Um, he was actually on Scooby-Doo, if you don't know that. Yes, I did. Yep. And he's working on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 right now. Now he's got Season 2 that's confirmed as of yesterday, Wednesday, the 16th of February. James Gunn confirmed Season 2 of Peacemaker. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just truly enjoyed the show because it was so different. I loved the Suicide Squad. Um, John Cena wasn't like my favorite character in the movie, but I enjoyed him enough that like I would sit there and watch the show. It's the show that nobody asked for, but I was, we were all like, like, like we're okay with it. Yeah, no, and don't get me wrong. I don't mind the show. Um, I just, I personally think that I went in taking it too serious from the get-go i took it as like i'm watching a marvel movie mm-hmm. rather than it's more it's not a marvel movie at all um so I, I i do really like the comedy in the show like it keeps me hooked in so i can't say that i don't like it um it's just i just went in with poor, not poor expectation but like not the right expectation so i do plan on watching it through again and you know with the the right mindset did you hear about the um the scene when he was playing the piano, what that's from. Oh yeah. You did? It's a Molly Cruz song. Well yeah, but did you know what that was from? Like why they did that? Why they added that into the show? Um I feel like I know why. I'm gonna feel really dumb when I hear it. Go well, ahead and tell don't feel dumb because I just I read it um from James Gunn was because I believe James Gunn was dealing with the death of somebody and they were all in a room together. And all of a sudden John Cena sat down at the piano and started playing a song and James Gunn recorded it as he was standing there. And he said he was crying because it was just like in the moment, it was the most beautiful thing he's ever heard. So then in this show, when John Cena or Peacemaker is going through what he's going through, feeling like, you know, he's alone, he's, you know, on his way to you know figure out what's what's next for him you know who can he trust and he puts that into perspective with playing the song home sweet home by motley Crue. um that wasn't the song that he played in real life for james but it just fit the show at the time um but yeah so i think he wrote that in after this event you know transpired with um the morning but it was just a cool little easter egg but yeah no that's awesome actually uh that made me like it even more i, I love that it was motley crew 
And uh, I thought it was very fitting, actually, for that scene. But now that I know that story, that means even more. Well, I like it. I like it even more because John Cena's actually playing it. Like that's actually him doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't think. I, I kept watching for like um, shots that were cutting away that maybe it was like a double, but it was actually him the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that was sweet. But moving on to music. Uh, my third and final big gulp. If you can't see my shirt, I'm wearing my Cactus Jack McDonald's T-shirt. Um, third big gulp is: Has everybody jumped jumped off the Travis Scott bandwagon? Um, because I know you're a big Travis Scott fan. I wanted to hear your opinion on this. Uh, so I unfortunately have to say yes for the most part. I don't think everyone necessarily has, but I don't think like. He's as hyped up as he was before. Mm-hmm. Of course. He, I still think he's going to, you know, sell just like he used to before with his clothes and stuff whenever he decides to redrop or release them. Um, if he decides to do again, which I don't see why he wouldn't, because I still think he does have a big fan base, but he's just not going to be seen the same anymore. Oh, no. And I only ask that because – if you remember when he was making like almost almost monthly or quarterly drops with like Fortnite, the Cactus Jack McDonald's, then you've got the Cactus Trail. He had drop after drop after drop. And it just seemed like in the last year to year or two, he's kind of fallen off the map. But I know it's the circumstances, you know, but I just wonder if, uh, you know, he's just taking a step out of the light until things clear over. Or if this is just kind of like his, you know, his peak of hype is over. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think he's quite hit his peak. I think he's just, you know, like you said, staying out of the light. Um, I don't think he'll ever be as big as he was before. Yeah. Um, like he wasn't. He wasn't quite close enough to be, and I don't want to compare these two. He wasn't like the legacy, like a Kanye West or anything like that. Quite oh, yet. Yeah. He he was getting there, but I don't, I don't think he hit that at all. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, I do think quite a few people have jumped off the Travis Scott train. Um, I borderline have. I still love him though. Don't get me wrong, but I just. His newer music, ever since Astro World, I just, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I kind of, <clears throat> I kind of have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, he has some great features. Don't get me wrong; like I thought, Fair Trade uh, was a good song off Drake's album. Yeah. Um, let's see, I'm pretty sure he had one on Kanye's. I can't remember. Oh, Praise God on uh, Kanye's Donda album. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's just gonna, you know. Keep doing a few features and, um, you know, eventually get back to doing an album, hopefully. Um, hopefully we'll get something and it's not the, you know, the end of Travis Scott, um, which he just had a kid actually recently. Yes, Wolf, right? Yep, <laughs> Wolf Webster. And uh, apparently, um, I don't know if you saw this or not, it's actually uh, inspired by Tyler, the creator. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, did you, uh, do you know much about Tyler, the creator at all? I just know golf wang. <laughs> yeah, Wolf Gang and Golf Gang. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Well, thank you for coming on to talk Super Bowl commercials and for the three big, big, big gulps. Brandon Park, always a pleasure. 
Uh, everybody tune in to Star Wars Saturday where Brandon and I talk all things in the galaxy far, far away. Brandon, if you'd like to sign off with a closing remark about your podcast, please be my guest. Absolutely. If you want to check out my podcast, I'm back to doing weekly podcast again. Um, I'm actually even debating on doing two podcasts a week now. Um, just, you know, trying to stay up to date with the podcast. Uh, go check out A Walk in the Park with Brandon Park on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, you name it, you got it. And I'm your host, Dylan Fields. This has been Refill and Chill. Until next time, peace. The boys with the booming system, top town AC with the coolest system. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Got stacks on deck like he's saving up. And he ill, he real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bill. He cold, he dope, he might suck. He always in the air, but he never fly couch. He a mother drip, drip, tell her all the shit, shit. When he make a drip, drip, kiss him on a lip, lip. That's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you get slapped if you're looking for. Got your way. Chill out, dickwad.